beautiful and welcome to today's episode on In Tune With Yourself podcast and I'm your host Ashley. Today we are going to be talking about anxiety. Anxiety is something that many people have and most people don't know they have it or they think they're alone and that's not the case. 85% of what we think about doesn't even happen. So when we think terrible thoughts or the world is going to end or it's the worst day ever or that bad thing that comes to your head is definitely going to happen. 85% of that. Typically, it doesn't even happen. We're worrying about something that hasn't even happened yet. And anxiety can be one of those things that runs your life which is pretty scary because there's many different types of anxiety there's general anxiety there's social anxiety separation anxiety there's a whole ton of other different types of anxiety but most people have general anxiety and with covid i think that ramped it up for everybody Whereas it felt like they couldn't control anything. They felt like the world is just too scary to leave the house. Like, I know that I had some social anxiety leaving the house once I've been there for a few months and got settled in. And that was my new normal, not leaving home much. And when it started to kind of open up, I started having anxiety if I left more than 30 minutes away from home. It felt like I needed to go back. I needed to go back to my safe place. Within the last 10 years, I have really focused on trying to manage my anxiety. And in the beginning, I didn't even know I had it. I thought it was just a panic attack or actually in the moment, it kind of felt like I couldn't breathe. I couldn't control tears. I just freaked out. And I remember it very clearly. I had just moved to a new province and I was 25 and I was at my job and I don't know what caused it, but all of a sudden I was sitting at my desk and I just felt a massive urge to run to the bathroom. And at that time, the bathroom was not very close to me. So it was pretty awkward to not run to the bathroom, but also not to walk slowly. And I definitely didn't want to talk to anybody. So when I got into the bathroom, I instantly started crying. I went into a stall and I just felt like I couldn't breathe. I was sitting in the ground trying to breathe. I was so scared. I was crying. I just was hyperventilating and I felt sick to my stomach. I didn't have my phone with me and so I couldn't text my friend to come and comfort me or to like ask for some help. So I had to sit it out. So I sat in the bathroom for half an hour trying to calm down and I just didn't even know what caused it. And all I can remember 
sitting there saying to myself, breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Eventually, that made me be able to slow down my breath and I was able to get above feeling that way. I pulled myself together and I went back to work and pretended like nothing happened. And later that night when I went home, I was feeling extremely drained, tired, and frustrated because I didn't understand what was happening. I didn't know who to talk to. I felt like I had gone crazy. And it just felt like I was very alone. So that night when I got home, I basically just curled up in a ball and cried. And just hoped that the next day would be better. And that this wouldn't happen to me again. It definitely did. um, But not to that extreme. Um, I ended up leaving... Alberta and moving back to BC and things got a little bit better Um, I wasn't finding I was getting those random attacks and I realized it was more anxiety based than than panic attacks but in the moment it felt like a very big panic attack I don't know about you but it can be pretty scary when you can't control how you feel and if you can't figure out how to breathe or stop hyperventilating, it can be much more scary. So I have this book, it's called Dare, and it's by Barry McDonough, and it has brought me a lot of clarity on anxiety, and it's helped me really understand that I'm not alone, and that this happens to a lot of people. And you can overcome this. Everybody can. I overcame mine and now I know the signs and symptoms of when an anxiety attack is going to happen or is happening and I have the tools to help myself get out of that anxiety attack which I will share with you in a little bit. But in this book, Dare, I wanted to share a couple of the pages in here because I feel like it's really helpful on seeing that you're not alone, and also some ways to help with the anxiety. So the first one is, uh, it just says, anxiety is unpleasant. It often feels as if you're separated from ordinary life by a pane of glass. The doubt and confusion it causes are the hardest to deal with. Why is this happening to me? Am I going mad? Is my brain damaged? Will this last forever? An anxiety disorder is difficult to understand unless you've experienced it firsthand. An anxiety disorder is not the kind of garden variety stress everyone loves to talk about. You hear people remark, yeah, I'm so stressed too. And hey, who isn't anxious? Are you complaining? There's a big difference between anxiety and that kind of stress. And most people don't understand how all-consuming anxiety can be. So that really resonated with me because it's questions that have gone through my head numerous times. There are literally millions of perfectly sane, normal people 
who have the exact same problem you do. So if you suffer from anxiety, you're actually quite normal, which is probably something that you wouldn't necessarily think about. Anxiety is not a monster out to get you. I know it feels like that most of the time, but it isn't. I also know your fear. It might kill you or drive you insane, but it won't. You're safe. You have to trust that. Your anxiety is not an attacker. It's an internal tug of war you're having with yourself. No monster is chasing you. Instead, this is your body's own misguided way of trying to protect you. It's trying to do what it thinks is best for you. Which can be a really weird way of thinking about it because it's literally causing you pain and anxiety and it's there to help you. Anxiety can be a really scary experience. Allow yourself to feel scared if that's how you're feeling. Allow yourself to feel vulnerable. The more you allow yourself to just accept the way you are in this moment, the faster the charged emotion of fear will dissipate. Remember, the wave rises and falls. These are just thoughts and feelings. They can't hurt you. The only power they have over you is the power and meaning you give them. So give them no significance or meaning. Normalize them and let them pass. When you think all these thoughts in your head, it feels like it's going to happen. And it feels like, you know, the what ifs and the what if this happens, what if that happens. That can consume your mind, which actually makes the anxiety worse because it's feeding off these thoughts that haven't even come true yet. So I find that when I'm in these moments of anxiety, I go onto my Headspace app and they have these things called SOS um, segments. And so if you're feeling anxiety, overwhelm, anger, any emotion really, um, you can go on and pick one of those and it's a three-minute meditation that basically tells you you're going to be okay, breathe it out, and you'll be okay. And it's funny because you think three minutes sounds like not enough time to calm down or, you know, get out of this anxiety, but three minutes is actually exactly how much time it takes for me to calm down and once it's done, I like feel very well, I don't want to say very calm, but definitely calmer and my tears have stopped, which is something that is difficult for me to stop because I'm such an emotional person. So once the tears start flowing, it's a bit difficult to stop them. The other thing I find is if that meditation doesn't work for me and deep breathing isn't helping, then I go into nature. Because nature for me is what calms me, what soothes me, what just makes me feel so much better. So if I find that I'm still feeling super anxious and anything can set me off again, I will then go into the forest and just be. And it helps so much. Um, so finding what can help with your anxiety is a huge thing. Some people need to distract themselves by doing something different. Some people need to feel everything and journal it or just meditate on it um, and some people just don't know how to stop so finding something that can distract you I find is the easiest way to get through it and then you can deal with the feelings after 
but calming yourself down is one of the most important things because if you're not calm you can't think straight and if you can't think straight then your anxiety is going to get worse so in this book they have what's called the dare response so dare stands for diffuse allow run towards engage so if you think about it anxiety is nothing more than nervous energy in your body this energy rises and falls just like waves on the ocean think of it as if you're bobbing around in the ocean and every now and then a wave rises up in front of you these are the waves of nervous energy when you resist the wave it tosses you around and scares you but when you move with it you ride up and over and eventually lose your fear of waves so the first step of the dare response retains how you immediately respond to anxiety it's your first point of contact with the anxiety and it's a very quick and easy step to implement the biggest mistake most people make when anxiety strikes is to get caught up in what if thoughts what if my heart doesn't stop pounding what if i have a panic attack here in the car what if this constant anxiety doesn't go away? So the diffuse piece of this basically means that if you have the what ifs going through your head, your response to it should just be so what? So this is an example. What if my heart doesn't stop pounding? So what? My heart's an incredibly strong muscle. This is nothing more than a light workout for it. What if I have a panic attack here in the car? So what? I'll pull over and get through it like I've always done in the past. So it basically makes you think, okay, well, the so what's are coming up, but let's just, or sorry, the, the what ifs are coming up. So let's throw some so what's at it. Step two is to allow it. Now that you've started to respond to anxiety in the right way, it's crucial you keep going by releasing all resistance so that any anxiety that still prevents can dissipate even faster you do this by accepting the anxiety that you feel and allowing it to manifest in whatever way it wishes so this is basically saying like allow the emotions to come you can't outrun it but you need to move with it so you can start by doing this by repeating to yourself i accept and allow this anxious feeling i accept and allow this anxious feeling Allowing anxiety to be stops that mental friction and gives your nervous system an opportunity to wind down. So that way, if you do that, then you're basically saying to yourself, I'm no longer going to battle with you, anxiety. I call a truce. Come closer to me now and sit down beside me. It's okay. I'm allowing you to stay. I accept and allow this anxious feeling. I accept and allow these anxious thoughts. So if you say that and accept it to yourself, that it's okay to allow these thoughts, they're just thoughts, then you can actually go along with it and it will go, it will stop faster. So when you accept that they're in your head, you can think about them, throw the so what at it, and then you can just say, okay, I'm here. I'm going to follow you, but I'm here and it's just thoughts. Step three is run towards. So the previous two steps are the primary drivers that heal your anxiety. They propel you forward and often are enough to get you where you want to be. 
If, however, the anxiety still feels like a harmful threat hanging over you, you need to shatter that illusion by running towards it. You run towards your anxiety by telling yourself you feel excited by your anxious thoughts or feelings. So repeat the phrase several times until you feel a shift in how you're perceiving this nervous energy. I'm excited by this feeling. I'm excited by this feeling. I'm excited by this feeling. Bring it on. In essence, you're saying to your emotional brain, this is not a threat. I'm not worried about this. It's just nervous arousal and I welcome it. Remember the acronym FEAR. Feeling excited and ready. The fourth step is to engage. And it's a crucial one as it completes the whole movement from start to finish. It's designed to keep your anxious mind out of the way so that your nervous system can fully desensitize and relax back down. So in order to avoid this, you need to engage with something that takes up your full attention. When, what that means is that once you've diffused the initial fear and allowed the anxiety to be present, you should then ride out the declining wave of anxiety by occupying yourself with an activity that really engages your mind. So that's kind of what I was saying was if you are really feeling anxious and you can't diffuse it, then definitely take your mind somewhere else. So have something else going on um, that takes that space up and it's not making you feel anxious. And I find when I distract myself with a podcast or music and dancing or something, it really diffuses the anxiety. So to summarize um, the D.A.R.E. response, as you become aware of anxiety, diffuse it immediately with a so what, whatever attitude. Drop all resistance and accept and allow the anxiety you're feeling to just be. Try to get as comfortable with the anxious discomfort as you can. Remove the sense of threat by running towards the anxious feeling, telling yourself, I'm excited by this feeling. And finally, move your attention to an activity in the present moment that engages you fully. This has actually been like, I haven't followed this response to a T, but it's essentially what I've done without going through the motions. Like I already know that this is what helps me. And it's, it's interesting to me that I knew it, but I didn't know I knew it until I actually wrote down the steps and was like, Oh, I already do that. So it's, it's funny. And if you are a humorous person, who enjoys making yourself laugh or you know making light of a situation um, you can also be playful with your attitude with anxiety so there's a little uh, running commentary in this book that I'm going to read to you because it actually is quite funny so this is what it says I get great results when I joke with my anxiety ah there you are or there is that bodily sensation that usually scares me. How interesting. I wonder what scary thoughts are going to come along with that sensation. Come on, Daffy Duck, and all your scary thoughts. Don't hide. I'm not going to bite. I just want to see you. I'm not going to get frustrated with you or run away from you. In fact, do you want to spend some time with me? I'm going into town now, so why don't you come along for the ride? So there's that tactic of being funny and just being like, okay, well, you're coming anyway, so I might as well just make it be. Um, I have a friend who actually named her anxiety because it was easier to differentiate when she had it. She could just be like, Penny, go away. 
you know, like, I don't need you here. Or, hey, Patty, want to come along for a ride? That's great if you do. And I think that's really fun. It's, it makes it not so scary if you name it. It's not just a feeling. It's like this thing, this creature that's inside of you. And once you tame it, then it's gone. Uh, so for today, I also wanted to give you some journal prompts. Because I find when you have journal prompts, if you're struggling with anxiety or if you have it or anything like that, then it helps you really open up your mind. It also helps you work through the anxiety piece. Um, so I've got this one here, and it's write down precisely what you're worried about. Number two, write down what you can do about it. Number three, decide what to do. And number four, start immediately to carry out that decision. So those are steps on, not necessarily a journal prompt, but that's giving you steps on how you can kind of understand what's causing you anxiety and what you want to do about it. Um, the journal prompt that I want to give you is, it's an exercise actually. Uh, so during any free moment you have, repeat this sentence to yourself. I love myself. Repeat it when you wake in the morning over and over. Say it while you're brushing your teeth, eating your breakfast, on your way to work. Fill every idle moment in your day with this one same mantra. I love myself, I love myself, I love myself. If you say that over and over and over again... You're less likely to get any issues with anxiety because you're not feeling that anxious feeling. You're feeling love. You're feeling gratitude for yourself. And I have this um, affirmations for anxiety that I want to read to you. Um, and you can take any of it. You can use all of it, whatever you want. But I find that affirmations are really helpful. So begin by taking a deep breath and say the following. I release control of what I cannot change. I am loved. I am safe. I am protected. I inhale peace and exhale negativity. I am not my thoughts. I am stronger than my anxiety. I am meant for more. I am at ease with change. I am nice to be around. I am wanted. I make others smile. I know the best is yet to come, and I give myself permission to let go and become lighter. If you say any of those affirmations or all of them, I feel like that's really going to help you stay calm, especially in the moment if you use them. And what I have learned is that in order to calm yourself down to a point where you're thinking straight and you're not feeling alone and, and just like you're never going to come out of it, you need to do six deep breaths or more. So when you breathe in, you want to breathe in deep, like your nose and then let it all out out of your mouth but let it out long like <sighs> let it all go and do six or more of them and I promise you that you will be able to calm down I hope today's information helped you if there's anything you would like to know more about please let me know um, and let me know if any of this helps you and I am also working on a retreat in the couch and valley for the beginning of the new year and it will be based around a mental reset um, and anxiety will be one of the topics so if you are interested in getting on the wait list or hearing more about it please send me a message on instagram at in tune with yourself podcast or you can send me a message or however you want to connect with me i will make sure to have the notes in there with how to connect with me 
and I hope that you feel better and if you do end up using any of these tactics please let me know that it's helped you and thank you again for listening today and have a lovely rest of your day